0: Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. This week, I'm reacting to Trevor Lawrence's coming out party. We also have our thoughts so far on this NHL season. And the Sad Cat Bowl is this weekend, and the Lions and Jaguars are playing each other. So intern Tyler is here to give you the is. Sad Cat Parlay of the Week. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Let's have a good one. Let's go. It's
1: Saturday. Yeah. we to talk a little bit, sip a little bit. There, Kendra, I see you ladies, ah. y'all know what time it is, ah. Ah. Woo. looking like you just graduated Woo. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate, Woo. looking like a boss, I just had to say, Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread, alright sis, knock them out, Mike Tyson, Woo. and I like it I'm Amy Towers,
2: and you're listening to Saturdays and Seltzers. Let's fucking go.
0: What is up, party people? Welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, and I am joined by my co-host, Sarah Griffin. Uh, We are recording way earlier than usual. (laughs) It is like Wednesday in the middle of the afternoon right now, so we are not drinking. But we do have some seltzers that were sent to us to try on a show where we can drink. (laughs) So uh, stay tuned for that, but we can start off with our HLH of the week, which is our high of the week, low of the week, and unexpected hero, which is something good that happened to you. Um, Sarah, what is your high of the last two weeks, I guess, because it was me and Tyler last week.
3: Um, I'd say, well, I have as my high, because I didn't even consider that I wasn't here last week, uh, but my high was, I've been watching, I already finished it actually, the show Wednesday on Netflix. I've never like, heard of it. It's supposed – it's, like, about Wednesday Adams. It's, like, a Netflix – it's made for Netflix type thing. And the, normally I'm not, like, a big show person. But, like, if I do really like one, like, I usually just rewatch the same things. But if I really like a new show, I'll, like, watch it in one sitting, which is exactly what I did. So.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. I, I can't do TV shows – just because my attention span is so short, like I can do Survivor because it's like 45 minutes one night a week. But if yeah. a show comes, like if a Netflix series comes out, I don't know why just trying to think of watching that many things back to back and keeping up with it gives me anxiety.
3: I feel like I just constantly, especially when I'm like sitting in my room because it's been too cold, like in the office and the living room to be working out there. So I've just like planted myself in my room in the heating blanket and I have it on in the background because I need like noise. Otherwise, I mm-hmm. go kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's been like good to just pass the time.
0: Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um my high of the week is that Trevor Lawrence's coming out party finally happened <laughs> and I'm sad. Okay, I lo- everyone knows that I love the Ravens roster. Like I'm a big Calais Campbell fan. Obviously, I love Lamar Jackson. Um and so I hate that it was against the Ravens because I love their roster so much, but I'm just like fuck it. I don't care. Like that was an amazing win. Trevor Lawrence played really well. I mean, the I'm sure Tyler and I are going to talk about this later because sad cat parlay whatever. But it's just like there were plays that you could look at, like maybe that fumble that could have been bad. But he played that was like he's Trevor Lawrence is here. He has arrived. And that was definitely my high of the week because that game was my between the World Cup and the Jags last week. I probably my heartbeat is like definitely a regular at the moment. <laughs> it's been like crazy. Um. So, yeah, that was my high. What was your low?
3: Um, I haven't really slept this week. <laughs> we were actually supposed to record yesterday and I like was I was like, hey, could we record tomorrow? I kind of need like a nap. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna nap for an hour. Obviously, it ended up being like three hours when I woke up and I was like, oh my god, I slept through the rest of the day. I slept through my NHL shift, but I think it's just like because I am now kind of like the nitty-gritty end of the NHL. It's like I have PL during the day and then I have NHL six to two at night that like, it's like I sleep, like I go to bed at like 2.30 and then I'm up again at like 7. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were supposed to record yesterday and being completely transparent because we (laughs) keep it real around here. I am currently with half wet hair covered in fake tan in my robe because I have so many events this weekend and I have no other time to tan. I'm literally, we're recording this. I have a meeting and then I'm leaving for like Patriots watch party. So I'm covered in fake tan in my robe and the back of my head is like <laughs> still wet because <laughs> I didn't have time to blow dry it. So we're really just making it work for the people out here. But yeah, that that's just keeping it real. Um, Milo is that Hugh Freeze is a pussy bitch. I hate him. I hate that Auburn hired him. I heard that it was happening like two days before it happened. And I just can't believe that they actually, first of all, did it. But second of all, are just refusing to comment on the situation at all or like take any accountability. I mean, Hugh Freeze kind of brought it up in his press conference with the university, just avoided it. Like they didn't even, they let every major news source like run with it and then get like roasted on Twitter before their football team even tweeted anything about it. I know I tweeted them and I was like, tweet it, you cowards. <laughs> because I'm serious. Like if you're going to do it and you really just care about winning and nothing else, like own it. Yeah. Like 100% own it. That's all. That's, that's how I feel. But yeah, he's a pussy bitch. And then my other low, which just happened like last night, I went to the Celtics game last night, which was not my low, but obviously the prince and princess were there. And if you listen to the show last week, I addressed the Tom Brady rumors. I never thought that I would have to address a rumor that me and Tom Brady are dating (laughs) and have to deal with the royal family's like shoe lickers in the same day. Because I I tweeted, dude, I tweeted last night that the royal family got like immediately booed when they put them on camera. And I guess what ha- the second <laughs> they went on the camera, they got booed, but security didn't want them to have a like the cameraman to have a close-up. And they put them on a second time, and a few more people cheered, but there were still boos. A USA chant, and it's called soccer chance. And <laughs> I tweeted about it, and all of like the royal family's like simps came out and were like, lah! like. <laughs> just crazy shit in my comments saying like screw you guys this is a lie you're a lie here's the attention you ordered and all this stuff and then there's like all of these other people fighting with them in my comments this tweet has like 13 and a half thousand likes and like a couple hundred retweets and I'm just like how did I I just how did I get here how did I get here <laughs> like I don't I don't care about the royal family. We've been over this when the queen died. We were literally on the show when we found out. <laughs> but I'm just like, what is with you people? Why are you so obsessed? Like I don't I don't get it.
3: Especially when it's like royal family bootlickers that are American. <laughs>
0: there's there haven't been like any of those in my comments it's all been like british people because i also tweeted yeah because i also made like a joke i was like wow there's like two k middletons in the building tonight and one is obviously way cooler than the other and like all of like her crazy i had this in my tweets of the week but i'll just go ahead and read it now because we're talking about it there was this one tweet that replied to that one and they said it's since been deleted. They said, what kind of journalist can't manage to make the simple grammar rule? Must have slept with her blonde bimbo dragon lady b-word self into that low-paying, low-visibility job. Hashtag loser. Um, I think being called a bitchy dragon lady is kind of
3: rad. Like, that's electric. Oh, because you made a joke about Kate Middleton. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And people were like, do you not understand how titles work? She's been married for 11 years. And I'm like, no, I don't understand how your stupid titles work. And two, it's just a joke. Like she was a Middleton. She's K Middleton. Yeah, like, like, That is her, mid- that's her maiden name. <laughs> I know. I'm like, fuck off you losers. But like, whatever. I'm just like, if you would have told me a week ago that I would have like been in comments twice this week, and it would be because people think I'm dating Tom Brady and the royal family is like, <laughs> If I get murdered in the next few days, we know who it was. But like <laughs> okay, I don't know. Wild. Um, so what's your hero? Uh,
3: my hero, I get to see one of my college best friends on Saturday. She's coming up, which I'm excited. I haven't seen her since like the summer. And when I saw her in the summers for like max two hours. So I'm excited. What are you guys doing? I don't know yet, because she's actually getting over the flu right now. Oof. And so I was, like, oh, like, we don't have to, like, go out and, like, get, like do anything crazy, whatever. But then she's, like, well, isn't it, like, your first Saturday night off in, like, a month? Like, like yeah. <laughs> like, it's up to you, though.
0: Yeah. Do you want to go out or do you want to stay in? I do want to go out just because I feel like I, I haven't
3: even had time to, like, grocery shop this week. I'm, like, I, I know. need to leave this
0: apartment. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about going grocery shopping before our show and I was just like, I have too much stuff to do. I've been working like yeah. insane hours this week. I just can't do it.
3: I thought about getting them delivered too, and I was just like, Do I I've been doing like as I need, like Instacarting stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just like so I'm like I refuse to do a full order just because I know it's gonna be so much extra compared to actually going. Plus, I like shopping at Trader Joe's. and You can't Instacart Trader Joe's. I
0: know. That's my issue, too, is that if Instacart was with Trader Joe's, I would never leave my apartment again. But oh. my thing is, I'm <laughs> leaving Thursday to go to Nashville, so I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do a full grocery shop because I'm leaving, but at the same time, yeah. I don't want to keep ordering out because that's also dumb. So, the struggle's so real. <laughs> um, My hero is the men's national team. Have you been watching the World Cup
3: at all? Uh, I've watched like bits and pieces. I've not sat and watched the full game though.
0: I've watched almost every game. I've been getting up at 5 a.m. for some games. Like <laughs> I got up for the Wales-Iran game at like five o'clock in the morning to watch it. Like I'm such a World Cup hardo, and I'm having so much fun. Like I know we're going to lose to the Netherlands. Like I'm... I'm just happy to be here. Like, anything else on top? Like, I think that this is such a huge success for them, and I'm hoping that this is, like, the hump that the USA needed to get over as far as, like, fans kind of, like, switching over and becoming, like, bigger into soccer and stuff like that. I will say, I'm going to ask you how you feel about this before I tell you how I feel. Have you you seen all of this, like, it's
3: called soccer stuff? I have.
0: How do you feel about it?
3: I mean, as someone that doesn't really pay attention to soccer, I'm like, whatever, but also I do understand – Soccer's literally the biggest sport in the world, like everywhere except the US. I think it's a funny chant. I like it's funny, like whatever, but I'm like, I don't know. Like it's literally the biggest sport in the world. My thing is sound kind of silly.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's like super ethnocentric because we're like one of the only languages that doesn't call it football and it makes way more sense as football. But like, it is funny, but at the same time, it's like, I see how the rest of the world is like, that is like the most American thing to ever (laughs) America. So I like, (laughs) I get it, but I do think it's kind of funny, but I'm like, this is shitty, but like, I get
3: it. Oh yeah. No, it's funny, but it's just like painfully American. (laughs) It is, but
0: it's, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Especially like last night after like, she was like getting booed and everyone started chanting USA. Someone was like, it's called soccer. And that like caught on (laughs) and it was just ridiculous. Um... But, yeah, it's been super fun so far. Like the stoppage time in the World Cup so far has been extra crazy. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack the other night when we were playing Iran. Um but, yeah, I think the Netherlands is probably going to beat us. I think that this is a successful World Cup from just the perspective that I found it a success, and I think a lot of other people did too that as long as they survived the group, like that was that is all we needed to do to be successful in this World Cup. Anything else from here is just like gravy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. It's been cool. I feel like the u s. hasn't really like bonded over something like this in a while just because, like all the shit that happened with the Olympics and stuff like that. like it's cool to have something to cheer for, like especially in like weird times, like not post covid but post covid. So, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm gonna get up at like eight a m on Saturday and go somewhere and watch the game for a watch party. So I'm having fun. I love the World Cup. love soccer. so um NFL stuff I want to talk about this first just because it happened like right before we got on the show Antonio Brown finally has an arrest warrant I didn't read the article I saw the tweets this morning and then you sent me another one I I know that it's like for battery or something like that right yeah and it's
3: in Tampa yeah yeah I honestly didn't read the article yet either I just like so I checks out yeah <laughs> yeah I'm just like how did it take this long right that's what I was also thinking I'm like I feel like that should have. It felt like it did happen once ago but like no he's just like been off his rock <laughs> no bro he literally whipped out his wiener in public <laughs> and
0: just nothing ever happened and there's like videos of it and he like made jokes about it and now it's like finally gotten to a point where there finally is something happening but just <laughs> how of everything, how did we not see this coming? Also, I is he in Tampa? I don't really know how like that kind of legal shit works. Like, does he have to go to Tampa? Does he just not have to go to the state of Florida? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I might know. be dumb. I might be dumb. I don't know. Does I he have to no turn idea. himself in? You're Antonio Brown. Like you're not gonna avoid being seen
3: or whatever. But also, like knowing him, I feel like he's gonna try and like run. I know, from- <laughs> I know. he's probably gonna like try and buy a fake passport or something. Yeah, and, like, it's gonna be something insane. <laughs> and then he's gonna get
0: caught and like make like some dumb excuse for it, trying to like he's flee like, America tweet about it, like let's say he like he probably will get a fake passport and he's gonna try and smuggle like cocaine to whatever country he's fleeing to and he's gonna get caught and they're gonna have him in the TSA line and just be like well I don't know what you were thinking pal and then he's gonna go to jail for maybe an hour (laughs) yep sounds all right (laughs) that sounds about Antonio Brown um so obviously if you listen to this show we talk about Sarah's crush on Jalen Hurts and my semi less crush on Jalen Hurts every week just because Sarah definitely wins the simple award for <laughs> Jalen Hurts <laughs> but he's just so well dressed every single week that it is incredible all hits no misses <laughs> I, I know we found out that he has an all-female marketing team but do you think that he has like a female outfit picker what are they called fashion what are the they stylists yes that's the word I'm looking for
3: he must because yeah he has that all-female like marketing management like agent whatever but then also I was actually on TikTok the other day and this girl was like oh like this is what I do for a living and she was just like showed a bunch of athletes like in their like pre-game like walking in fits whatever and she like commented, someone's like this such a cool job and she was like people don't realize like 99% of athletes have stylists that pick for them and I'm like Jalen Hurts has a stylist that stylist loves him so much because he does yeah. it every week <laughs> yeah
0: I've talked about how I think Marissa Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence's stylist sometimes <laughs> especially because like that Gucci shirt he like he was wearing I was like this has Marissa written all over it <laughs> but dude I i I love Jalen Hurts fashion she's crushing it although okay I heard a rumor and I don't know if it's true. I never like dug that far into it. And I can't remember if we've talked about it on this show or not. Joe Burrow, I did you see the picture of him in like all the tie-dye this week? Yes. That was so good. And it wasn't even on purpose. But we always talk about how well he dresses on this show. I did see that he might not have a stylist. There's like a rumor that his wide receivers pick his outfits for him.
3: Oh, really? See, I didn't hear that. I definitely believe it but i've just like seen obviously i follow his girlfriend on instagram and she'll like post stuff sometimes if he has like certain pregame fits that kind of like hints that like she picked like a certain aspect of it out. okay which i also wouldn't be surprised so maybe it's like a mix yeah
0: yeah because like he always i feel like his style varies a lot more than some of the other guys that we talk about from time to time because he'll walk in in like the tie-dye type of outfit like that he was in the other day he'll walk in in a suit like he just he's been in jerseys before like he really kind of ranges with his style so I wouldn't be surprised if like if it's a different person every week or like the receivers will give him like an idea and she'll kind of help him with it like I totally wouldn't be surprised by that at all but shout out to those two um I don't know if you saw this either this kind of went around like our girl sports twitter side of the sphere of twitter Dak Prescott's lock screen is himself.
3: I did see that.
0: <laughs> this is like an act of war. Like this is, I,
3: <laughs> I hate that. I'm like, like I'll see normal people just like out, like, you know, when you're on the train or something, you'll see someone and they'll have their themselves their lock screen. I think it's weird when normal people do it. Somehow I think it's a weirder when someone like t- Doing yes. Like even though you are famous, like whatever, I'm like it's weirder that he's doing it than the random woman on the train. Totally
0: <laughs> 1000%, especially because it's like such a like it's not even like a picture of like you and someone else or you and your family. It's literally a
3: football photo. It's a picture yeah. of you at work. It's a picture like of you, you at work. images.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally it is your lock screen is a picture of you working. like that is ridiculous to me like I don't even care I would so Sarah and I found a photo that we have been waiting for for, well Sarah found the photo that we've been waiting for for a few months and it was so old that Sarah and I didn't even want to post it until we do like a end of year recap or whatever let alone like me I especially when you screenshot stuff and send it to people, and you just are openly your lock screen. Like I can't add the amount of ick that I would get if someone did that. I would just be like, why? It's like when like a girl has her boyfriend like sleeping as her lock screen, and I'm just like, Ugh. I. Li- <laughs>
3: this is so bad, but I know she doesn't listen to this show. I have. A- <laughs> this is so mean to me. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I should say this, but, like, no, she doesn't listen. I think she follows us on social, but, like, whatever. (laughs) I saw her last month for the first time in literally months, and I noticed that her lock screen, which I never really loved her boyfriend. I never thought he was the nicest person. Her lock screen was him eating cereal. Like, just him eating cereal (sighs) at the the table. And I, like, looked at it for a really long time because I was, like, that's a little weird. But I was like, whatever. They're in love. Sure. He like dumped her next week. <laughs> but I was like, thank God. She'll change the fucking live stream. <laughs> of her boyfriend. Dude. Ah. Uh,
0: I did this TikTok. We're getting really.
3: Such
0: That is so weird. I did this like TikTok thing a while ago. There was this girl who like made this TikTok and she's like sitting there like looking super sad. And like the guy that like does like the TikTok talking is like, look at your lock screen. That's your motivation to keep going. And it was like her dogs. And I like cut into it and like showed what my lock screen was. And I was just dying laughing. And I was like, this is not that. The sad cat (laughs) with the jaguar is not my motivation to keep going. It is quite the opposite, actually. It's like, holy shit, Oh, man. uh we just got so off track. Um <laughs> but anyways, fuck it. Did you see the skunking Cleveland?
3: I did see a skunk in Cleveland. That was just the perfect
0: Cleveland moment. <laughs> How does it? I mean, we've seen cats. We've seen birds. we've seen squirrels. How the fuck does a skunk manage to get into an NFL stadium? Especially like downtown,
3: how does that happen? I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, are they not in this like busy city, like right smack down in the middle of the city? Like, what, why is there even skunks like out on the street? Also, all I those that people was, like a suburban like thing.
0: Yeah, but all these people are like trying to pick it up and like throw it or like whatever. And I'm like, what? How does this thing? Like, how do you guys all not have tears in your eyes from this thing? Like, doing the thing.
3: thinking it up
0: yeah i just that was i would have i would have been out i would have been as far as possible from that thing and people were like out there Mm -hmm. trying to like pick it up i'm like that thing might even have rabies (laughs) it's in cleveland it probably has rabies
3: what kilsey skunks are so cute
0: they are they really are misunderstood um... animals
3: I wish you guys didn't like do the whole skunk thing because they're so cute.
0: They are really cute. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about with Cleveland is that Deshaun Watson's back, and that sucks. I don't want to watch him. I don't want to have people on my timeline cheering for him. I want Jacoby Brissett to play forever. I hate this. Yeah. That's all I have to say.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Um, other than that, Tyler and I are going to talk about the Jags and the Sad Cat parlay here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, we're gonna pop up in 30 seconds in the same outfit after this, because I'm recording with Tyler tomorrow. If you're listening to this to us listening to this as a podcast, then nothing will change for you except I will say hi to you again in 30 seconds. <laughs> Welcome to our sad cat segment. I think we're gonna be throwing this in after Sarah and I talk some NFL stuff. I am with Intern Tyler, the notorious intern Tyler, some say. Um, he just told me that there is breaking news. And I don't know what it is, I don't think.
2: So semi breaking news. It's not official yet. Okay. But before we got on, I did see a tweet that Deion Sanders to Colorado is pretty much a done deal. What? Yep.
3: Of all pretty places. Much a done deal
2: yeah you know it doesn't we can get into i have some coaching higher thoughts later in the show um, okay in the notes we can get to it later if you want or we can do it now however you feel also, like it.
0: what are you drinking because we both have the mug thing going on
2: i'm drinking uh what is it donut house black coffee <laughs> oh duncan shout out duncan
0: shout out donkeys i have bone broth and dunkin oh. donuts mm-hmm. well,
2: kind of what what animal
0: this is a this <laughs> this just so happens to be from chicken bones
2: chicken bones good good i'm a i'm a beef bone guy are you mm-hmm.
0: jackson too <laughs> um, okay the name you know it's true all right so let's just talk about our coaching stuff now okay uh what are you i i don't i have Deion sanders thoughts but what is your initial reaction to this
2: so, my initial reaction to it is I'm not. I mean, I, I like the hire, I don't think it's a bad hire by any means. Um, he could have chosen to stay at uh Jackson State, I would have been fine with it. Um, my really only thoughts on it was I don't really think because people wanted him to go to you know Auburn and these bigger schools, these SEC schools. There's rumors of him in Nebraska for a little bit. I don't think he was ever seriously considered at any of those SEC or Big Ten schools.
0: Why do you think that?
2: Pretty much just because of his resume. He's been coaching at Jackson State for all of three years now, I think. He just doesn't have the resume. He's got a very high ceiling. Obviously, he's done a lot of good things at Jackson State and in a short amount of time. But I I just think these SEC schools and Big Ten schools, they're a little bit uh, worried about his lack of experience. Because how often do you see someone with that little experience get hired in the SEC or in the Big Ten? Or even throw ACC in there?
0: I don't know I look at people like Cliff Kingsbury who basically didn't really do anything insane and got some of these bigger jobs but let me ask you this I I do think that Dion should have gone to a bigger school I think he could have the worst thing that could happen is what he gets paid out millions of dollars for you know whatever and gets another job if he wants to Mm -hmm. but do you? I, I think it's weird that it's Colorado. Maybe it's like a legal weed thing because I'm 99.9% sure that Dion's a weed guy.
2: Yeah, I also have another theory. I think it is also a, I know your feelings on Barstool. I think it also has to do with his Barstool deal because Barstool Sportsbook is live in Colorado. So I think that kind of probably has little, it's not going to be the one reason, but it definitely helps.
0: That's a good point. I just, when I think about Colorado, I don't think about football. I don't think I'll ever associate Deion Sanders with it. And I think that if this happens, there's going to be a lot of people who are upset that he's leaving an HBCU.
2: Yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of people upset. They talked to uh, Josh talks about it on late kick last night about if people are like, if he's leaving early and not fulfilling his promise to Jackson state, I think he kind of, and Josh, Josh said this, so I'm just kind of stealing his point. But he, he said that he definitely fulfilled the promise because how often are we talking about HBCU schools right now compared to before Deion Sanders was there? That's- he's taken that to a whole nother stratosphere and opened all kinds of doors for all kinds of people. Um, he's introduced a new type of coach to football, I think. The ones that may, might not have so much experience, but they are like, I guess, players who would have not previously considered coaching, like UAB just hired Trent Dilfer, so in kind of a it's not like that comparable, but it's the same kind of thing. I think.
0: Do you think that his son is going to transfer with him?
2: I wouldn't be shocked.
0: I wouldn't be shocked either. My thing—I I definitely I... think
2: he will transfer. I just don't know if he will follow Dion or if he'll go to like a power. Well, not that they're not power five at Colorado because they technically are in the Pac twelve, but he goes to like maybe. I don't know where he would fit, but then like your Auburn's your Alabama's your Ohio States, uh, Oklahoma, maybe he goes and joins, uh, Cliff King or not Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Lincoln Riley at, uh, USC.
0: That was I what know. I was thinking just because I feel like he is very like LA.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they are looking, they're probably going to be looking for a new uh, quarterback in, um, at UCLA.
3: Yeah.
2: So that could be an option. He's Chip got Kelly, options. And Chip Kelly's offense could be interesting. Chip Kelly loves a transfer portal too.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's true yeah I think it's interesting I I don't I I think your barstool point is probably the closest thing that I could come up with as to why just because I don't think I it's feel-
2: why but I think it's a like a, a helpful factor to why I he just, went there instead of like Cincinnati
0: yeah it just feels like a weird fit for me I just I don't it's know very why weird.
2: it's gonna be very weird seeing him on he him in like Colorado colors they don't really in my head I can't picture it
0: yeah, I just, I don't know. That's an interesting, interesting thing. Yeah. Um, Other coaching hires, we saw Hugh Freeze, obviously, which Sarah and I talked about a little earlier. What are your Good. thoughts?
2: Um, I mean, I don't really have too many thoughts on it. I mean, obviously, he's a bad guy. Uh, yeah, very so, much bad guy. So I can't really say it's a good hire from because of that. But at the same time, I think they made a decision, a strictly a football decision. Um, However, you might feel about that. He might win ten games. I and I think of all the coaches that were available, I think he probably gives them. They probably thought he gave them the best chance to win on the football field. But just not a, not a great hire from a morals perspective.
0: I agree, and I want to talk about the Luke Fickle thing for a second, too. Obviously, he's the new guy at Wisconsin. I think that that's the best hire that they could have made. Easily, I think that's the best hire
2: anybody could have made this coaching I
0: agree, which is why I'm sitting here. Like, why did Auburn not do that? You have more money. You have the argument of the SEC. You have the argument of beating Alabama and Georgia on a regular basis or attempting to. I just, I don't, I don't see why this isn't where we
2: are. So I think really what it boiled down to there was just, it's, I think Luke Fickle kind of just a Big Ten guy.
0: I, I, yeah, so, I agree with that. I just think uh, it's.
2: Because he has this big history with um, uh, Ohio State and there's like whispers that in a few years, they Ohio State might drop day four Fickle which it's not great for Wisconsin fans. But for right now, for the next couple of years, I think it's a, one of the best hires we've seen in a while. I,
0: I think it's the best hire that we have seen
2: in a while. Yeah, um, I'm hoping they keep Jim Leonard on staff, though. I, I don't know if too. I've seen any word about that. I, I think that it would be a crime against their defense if they lost him because he's taking that defense to crazy places, and I think they should try do everything they can to keep him.
0: I think the biggest thing that Auburn did was retain Cadillac.
2: Oh, yeah, he's their um, – Uh, crisis plan
0: (laughs) yeah totally if shit hits the fan
2: again just give it back to cadillac
0: but if you give it back to cadillac you can't take it away that time uh,
2: hopefully and and i do think cadillac will one day be a full-fledged head coach it's kind of similar to the dion situation where they just don't have that much experience and i think what
0: if he went to jackson
2: state they wouldn't i mean
0: i think that'd be somebody.
2: it would be cool I don't Just know because if, they, I don't know his ties with them or anything or what the deal at Auburn.
0: That's going to be a sick job for anybody. Because it is an interesting
2: lo- opening because they that. they are uh, they hired Deion Sanders. They could literally go in any direction with it. So,
0: well, it's not even that. It's that they have. So much attention and focus and funding and like uniform deals and shit like that right now that they could make a big hire and keep this train running. You know what I mean? And I think that that's they, what they have the- to. Do.
2: Theoretically, they definitely could.
0: I think they have to. All right. Yeah. Any other coaching thoughts?
2: Um. No. I. I mean, I just had my one was Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. My two uh is ruled in Nebraska. The rest don't really. I don't, I don't really have too much of an opinion on. So. Yep. And I don't All see right. anybody beating uh, Luke Fickles higher. So
0: yeah, I don't either. Um. So our first sad cat parlay, real first sad cat parlay hit last week. The Thanksgiving day one did not, but the Thanksgiving
2: I'm not did, that's it. a special one. Doesn't count.
0: I agree. I yeah. agree. So yeah. we are rolling with the sad cat parlay again this week. I do want to recap a few games from last week. The Jags, I already talked about Trevor Lawrence being my high this week earlier. Um, I do think that the defense did kind of look like shit at times. I have been saying for so long that I think that we need to get a corner in this draft because we've put so much focus on pass rush for the last couple. But here we are again, probably needing to take a pass rusher because we have – not figured out what we need to be doing and we are continuing to have problems with Devin Lloyd Chad Muma took 100% of the snaps last week no idea what's going to go on with Josh That's Allen crazy. at the end of this no idea what's going to go on with Josh Allen at the end of this season just because I think that he's going to want a lot more money than he's worth mm-hmm. and I don't think that like his biggest priority would be staying in Jacksonville I don't think it's his favorite place I think he would even take a pay cut to leave Jacksonville and be somewhere more exciting Um, so the defense has kind of turned me on to looking elsewhere in the draft than I was originally considering but we'll see how the rest of the season boils down we'll see if Devin Lloyd can kind of get out of this like freshman year slump I don't really know or if Chad Muma will rise to the occasion I don't know we'll see ETN got hurt that the most impressive win That they've had in a long time was obviously this win for a lot of people. But what Mm -hmm. impressed me the most, not only was it Trevor Lawrence's coming out party, but he did it virtually the entire game without his number one offensive weapon in Travis Etienne. Mm -hmm. That is the most impressive thing to me that they did last week. And that was sick. I'm glad that he's okay. He's going to play this week, but Trevor could do it without Etienne. And I think that's also a huge boost to Trevor's confidence, let alone beating. A defense like the Ravens' defense, like they're they're a great team. They're a playoff team. They're a deep playoff team. Like big win. Want to talk to you about? I know you saw Lamar Jackson's tweets.
2: I actually believe it or not, I didn't see them. I heard there was some controversy with them, <laughs> but I just didn't think to look at them. But
0: um, they he deleted it maybe after like an hour. He got in a fight with some Twitter loser, mm-hmm. and he was like basically saying you've never even smelled a football field like fuck off and he told him to like he all he was been doing is probably sucking dick or something and then mm-hmm. the lgbtq plus community kind of ran with that a little bit as yeah. an alphabet mafia member i can only speak for myself i wasn't offended i found it funny i almost made it my twitter banner but there was so much drama around it that i just mm. didn't like i said i can only speak for myself i thought it was funny if you were offended sorry um and then I know you saw the video of the kid, like, losing it, too. Like, the Ravens fan that oh, was, like, breaking shit. Yeah. He that responded crazy. He responded to that, too. Just same with the cyclone emoji. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that kid's going to work himself into, like, some sort of media deal.
0: 1,000%. <laughs> that kid's, like, going to be, like, doing, like, Ravens monster energy Something, drinks.
1: yeah. Something. <laughs>
0: uh, and then... My other two comments about this game: Jackson Deville is the best mascot in the NFL, and you cannot Dude, tell what me what was
2: up with him. Dude, what would is he do that before? Has he done that before? Yes,
0: that's, that's what crazy. I was saying. Is like people clearly do not pay attention to the Jags because this is not new for Jackson. <laughs> like Jackson in the nude is like a PG game.
2: <laughs> well, like I broke I it don't... out for this game though on the national. uh for the national scene to for everyone to see.
0: It was because it was raining and his costume got wet?
2: Oh, okay. So they
0: put Jackson in the nude.
2: Okay, I see.
0: <laughs> All I could think the entire time, you know that episode of SpongeBob when Sandy's like in the nude?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did I did, I couldn't stop thinking about SpongeBob when I looked at him because it looked like he was painted outside of the uh the mascot head. It looked like he yes, was he dressed was. up as SpongeBob.
0: I know, it was so good. Um, And then because of this game, the AFC South is obviously wide open. Haley Mm and I, friend of the program, Haley and I, will be – Ow, that was my elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why do I talk with my hands so much?
2: This is the second week in a row you've hit your desk and you almost (laughs) broke it last week.
0: Now you you broke
2: your elbow this week.
0: (laughs) I don't care that you
3: broke your elbow.
0: (laughs) do you remember last year this is like such a throwback and I don't think I talked about it on the show because it was just I don't know I was I always record and like wait for people to join like the show when we do them and I hotboxed my office instead oh I remember that episode yeah (laughs) in the (laughs) pre-record lobby and Tyler like I had to text Tyler like hey uh You're gonna see me freak out in the footage from this weekend. It's because I hotbox my office.
2: No, I was going through, I was editing it, and then I heard the fire alarms going off. <laughs> I thought it was in my house.
0: <laughs> uh, but the AFC South is wide open. Friend of the program, Haley and I are going to visit Tyler with a bunch of other girls from sports Twitter next weekend because the Jags are in Nashville. So that could be a really exciting game if some games go the Jags' way this weekend. Um, not going to yeah
2: one not. specifically
0: no you shut up Tyler <laughs> you shut up we're enemies this week
2: we Speaking... are it. it's a sad cat bowl
0: it is the sad cat bowl wow okay so last week the Lions played the Bills I this game was really fun and I picked the Bills it was and... one of the
2: most fun games of the weekend I thought
0: it was, yes, I would say debatably that game and the Jags game.
2: Yeah, that game and the Jags game definitely. I mean, they were the two I paid most attention to for sure. Off the top, of it's my not time, even because right? we're
0: biased; they were just good.
2: Yeah, they were just solid games.
0: Um, I really thought the Lions were going to pull it out there for a minute. It was very sweaty. I was screaming at the TV in the living room at Thanksgiving dinner, like on the floor, <laughs> <laughs> because I. Dude, I was standing there, and I was like, take the time out. Take the fucking time out. Like, why are you taking the time out? God, yeah,
2: no, I remember that, too. I forgot about that until now.
0: Like, that the was... whole family was running around the living room. Just... Dude, and then they wound up putting, I guess that they did take the timeout, and they wound up putting the time back on the clock, which I think was probably the reason that they lost, because the Bills drove down the field,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which you'd think that that would be that the happens. opposite. Yeah, it's fucking crazy.
2: with Josh Allen. That
0: was fun. And then, well, last night was Thursday night football. The Patriots looked like
2: doo-doo. I called that game. but I didn't put it out anywhere. This is just me bragging for my my own genius. I called that game perfectly. (laughs) I bet the under, and I bet the second half under.
0: And I hit both of
2: them because all New England does is run the ball and chew clock. And uh, the uh, Bills are notoriously very fast in the first half, very slow in the second half.
0: Mm, good uh, bets, Tyler. I yeah, think Matt Patricia and pat Joe myself judge. on the shoulder. I think Matt Patricia and Joe judge are out, but I don't think that Mac Jones is doing himself any favors by screaming and making things go viral. Uh, you know, Bill hates that.
2: yeah. so I was talking with Haley actually last night about Matt Patricia, and I don't feel like it's talked about enough. Why on earth is he calling offensive plays?
0: Couldn't tell you. No fucking way. Why does
2: been... no? Why is nobody else? Maybe I just don't pay enough attention to Boston media, or I'm just in Tennessee. Obviously, why does nobody talk about that? I feel like oh, it should be do. talked about. More. They do. They
0: okay. do. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's a big thing here.
2: Okay, good. Because he should I've... not be calling plays. He's the he's a defensive guy.
0: Yes, agree. That's that was the whole conversation when it started. Um. So I have two really random thoughts. One, Mike White is fucking awesome. He's so fun. I love him. The wink really energized America, I feel like. <laughs> and then, did you see Purcell screaming at Russell Wilson on the sideline? That was also awesome. I
2: did not. I don't doubt it, though. He it was, Russell deserves to be yelled at by somebody.
0: The memes were awesome. They were like, what do you think Russell Wilson said back? Like, Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably, or just a some cringy like bible verse or something <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> so uh that's like our nfl recap we have a quick college recap and then we will tell you the sad cat parlay of the week yeah last weekend was Tyler super bowl ohio was. state and michigan what is your recap
2: uh well recap you know we're the better team, obviously. We proved it. <laughs> Ohio State's got nothing on us. We're two two years back to back for the first time since I don't know when. I think it was like 2001. We were we beat Ohio State back to back. It was like two years old. It's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my so my season is pretty much complete. I don't care anything else from going forward from here. It's just a cherry on top. So my season is done.
0: Your season is done. Honestly, mm-hmm. I gotta say. Well, uh, we'll talk about the top 25, but I think the best part about the game, obviously the win. But the way Mm. that Michigan seemed to just break down every ounce of confidence or plan that they had towards the end of that fourth quarter, they were defeated. Like, they looked like Mm -hmm. they wanted to go home.
2: We systematically destroyed all confidence in, uh, in Columbus, Ohio um uh the biggest like thing to me i don't know why or maybe they tried to and it just didn't work they didn't seem to make any adjustments at halftime they came out with the exact same game plan to stop the run or and stop a running back specifically and just let jj mccarthy throw all over them and run all over them and it wasn't until like the end of the fourth quarter with those two massive donovan edwards runs but
3: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just
2: crazy. The the Ohio State game plan just didn't seem very good.
0: Well, we talked about it last week. You said that you thought if Ohio State lost this game, that people would be calling for Ryan Day's job. And
2: some and are. Some but are. But
0: I am I'm just not I'm not on that I'm not on that side not of the yet. Coin. I'm no. I don't, think, I don't think I don't he think can. he should
2: be fired yet. If this if he gets blown out again next year, then I think change, definitely They're going to look into the possibility of maybe stealing Luke Fickle from Wisconsin. Yeah. But until then, I I think they're, they're fine. He's probably going to make some changes to his uh, staff underneath them, but I I think they'll be fine. Right. For the time being. Yeah. Next year when we beat him again.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll talk about them again in a second. We talk about the top 25. The other crazy thing I wanted to mention that Lynn Kiffin, I don't think was kidding that he was staying. Ole Miss lost though and you said it was one of your favorites of the year and you didn't it expect it it was
2: legitimately an insane game like i on thanksgiving it was either the lions game for me but i'm also i'm a little biased or the egg bowl that really had my attention i had no it had no business being as good as it did with how uh you know all the controversy surrounding lane and yeah. mississippi state what hadn't been so great all year uh, but it turned into an insanely good game.
0: Yeah. So, I th- obviously I don't think Ole Miss has any postseason aspirations whatsoever. Mm. If that's kind of over for no. them, eliminated.
2: They're onto their bowl game. Onto the transfer portal, really. They don't really care about yep. the bowl game.
0: Agree. I also have to note that Cincinnati's run is just over, especially with Luke Fickle leaving. It was fun while it lasted. See ya.
2: Yeah. Um
0: See ya those are your other coaching options okay and then the only other thing that i had to note last week was to pour one out for oregon and lsu (laughs) like they're obviously no shot no shot
2: done no yeah they're they're out um i think in the game notes for lsu and uga you put that if they beat uga you think they might sneak in
0: yeah, so we can talk about the top 25 before we go and talk about what games we're excited okay. for this week um, in the NFL. So currently, right now, obviously, it's Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, USC 4, Ohio State 5, and Alabama 6. I think mm-hmm. that no matter what happens this weekend, the four should stay the same.
2: I don't necessarily agree Okay, TCU if they get blown like absolutely blown out by Kansas state i think they will probably fall to 5 at least i okay. would put them at 5 i don't know the committee's wild who knows what they're going to do um and usc could easily lose and drop to 5 or 6 um, i
0: i agree I with think. that and but i don't OSU think that you would should probably
2: or uh, i don't know i don't think there's much of a chance of them losing though
0: the only the thing, thing that i could see happening is the four switching around a little bit, because I don't think Alabama deserves to get in at all. And if they do, I think that that's
2: very no. corrupt. I think if one of those two teams gets in, it's going to be Ohio.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that you should punish people for because I, I think
2: Tennessee should be over like in this week's rankings. I think Tennessee should still be over Alabama.
0: Me too. I agree. Um, I, I they're, think
2: really the only reason they're out of it is because. The committee said they're counting Hinden Hooker's injury.
0: I, yeah, but like, them. and I don't think I th- you, they
2: should count that against them. But
0: I think it's a, a little bit of bias coming from the committee over the last couple of weeks. Oh, years. yeah. The
2: committee would love if uh, Alabama could sneak in there. But,
0: but- that being said, The reason that I think that this could happen, the only switch I see happening, and I agree with you, is USC or TCU falling out and Ohio State moving in. Maybe if LSU beats Georgia, Michigan moves up or whatever. But I think the committee, as much as they love the SEC, would love a Michigan-Ohio State rematch in the postseason.
2: Yeah, I'll 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 crush Ohio's dreams again this season. Now, if that (laughs) were to happen, Kendra and we did destroy <laughs> ohio again then we might be questioning ohio or uh ryan day if, they, right. if he gets crushed blown out by them twice in the same i agree year, i agree then i think we might have to make some change just out of principle nothing against ryan day just like we Agreed. need to just separate yes. ourselves from you yes yeah. my
0: only other two thoughts i don't know if you have any i'm still not a tcu truther i just strength of schedule is very huge for me. And two, I obviously think that Georgia gets in no matter what. I think that they could walk out on that field and play every backup they have, get their ass beat, and still go.
2: Yeah, no, I I agree with Georgia. Um, I I think at most they would just lose to LSU and fall. There's no way LSU gets in as a three-loss team. No team's ever gotten in as a two-loss team. Nobody, yeah, no. So let alone a three-loss team, um, I can't see it. Um, TCU though, I, I kind of do like TCU a lot. I don't think their strength of schedule is that bad. I think they've got a decent resume. It's not, it's nothing crazy, but I I think the big 12 is just very, a very good conference this year. It's much better top to bottom than like the big 10 is. And you see Ohio state and Michigan up there. Um, but I, I, I really like their quarterback. I think he's gotten robbed a little bit in his, um, in like the awards, the season awards categories. Um, Their running back is the best running back they've had since LaDainian Tomlinson, Um, like statistically. Um, And I, what it really boils down to with TCU, I think if Mm -hmm. you were to slap the burnt orange on them and the Texas Longhorn on their helmet, they would be a no question uh, top four. Yeah.
0: See, I just don't agree. I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. All right. Kansas State could easily
2: win that game though it's uh, true they saying. could they Kansas yeah. State's very good
0: they're a good team I, I I don't think they're overlooking them but they definitely shouldn't no all right last thing before we give you our sad cat parlay the games that I'm excited for is obviously the battle of the sad cats the sad cat bowl I know you like the Lions I obviously like the Jags I think that the only thing that could possibly go wrong for Jacksonville here is because of the win last week They better not overlook the lions because they're a good team. Jacksonville's defense sucks Mm -hmm. and the lions offense can fucking score points. And we know it.
2: And the Lions' defense has gotten a lot better since week one there. I don't, I think statistically the beginning of their seasons dragging them down a little bit and like their averages and whatnot, their defense right now is pretty good. Um, And I I did have a question for you. Do you think, I, I don't know if you've paid attention to the like odds and favorites and stuff, Jacksonville is a slight it's a one and a half point favorite last I looked do you think had they lost to uh Baltimore last week that they would be the favorite in this game at uh at Detroit in Detroit
0: I think yeah just because for some reason we've been favored in a lot of games we have we for some reason we've been favored in a lot of games this season that we shouldn't have I been.
2: don't know that line just makes me think that but that home field
0: yeah that's true maybe but I don't know. I'm most excited for this game because it is the battle of the number one and number two pick of last year's draft. Neither of them have had like the craziest season, Mm -hmm. but I think that if one of them obviously comes out, gets a sack, has a couple TFLs, whatever, that's going to be the conversation of this game. And that's how people are going to remember it until one of them really has a coming out party. And I think that the Jaguars, if Aiden Hutchinson, like very much so, outplays Trayvon Walker mm-hmm. it's gonna leave some Jags fans scratching their head that's for sure
2: yeah and I, you know I kind of feel like they already are to be completely yeah. honest with you
0: yeah I agree the,
2: Hutch he's had a phenomenal season he's got two interceptions as a defensive lineman which is the first time that's happened since I don't know when
0: yeah so that's what I think the conversation is going to be after this game. Not, I mean, neither of the, I mean, the Jags could make the postseason. The Lions obviously can't in uh, that Lions division, can. Yeah, no. but huge but we're game tough. for the Jags. Yeah? The thing oh my is God. With,
2: with the Lions, uh, I just, I wanted to shout out the Rams real quick for giving us their uh, first round pick. Cause we can go out and we can try every week to win games and still have probably a top seven pick it's because true. those Rams are awful.
0: It's true um jets vikings i like just because of mike white and the vikings i think aren't as good as people think they are or their record says they are i think the jets are a bit of a cheeky team i think that this could definitely be a, an upset um who do you have do we have any other and similar no we don't have similar no, ones
2: I've... we don't my my only other two i was patriots bills last night i was interested in because i don't know if there's any night games i i don't know i like those in that games um but and then also Houston Cleveland it's the uh return I know. of Mr. Watson uh yeah and it's pretty much Houston's super bowl they I, I think they would love nothing more than to win that game
0: yeah the uh other two I agree with you there that's for sure the other two games that I am obviously big in on as most people I assume Miami at San Francisco and Kansas City at Cincinnati those are both huge games the the NFC and AFC for both teams. I think that those are going to definitely tell us where maybe both, all four of those teams are at at this point in the season. It's getting to be crunch time. You got to win these games. You got to grind it out. Those are going to be important towards the end of the season.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Without further ado, Tyler, it is time.
2: It for is the time. second
0: ever Sad Cat Parlay.
2: I'll, I'll put some drum roll here
0: for yeah. a second.
2: And then, so the Sad Cat Parlay this week uh i'm very scared this week it's not a great week for the sad cats because two of them are playing each other it's a war the other one is uh cincinnati versus the chiefs which is terrifying uh and then carolina's all buy. um so what i did i i it's a it's a sad cat it's a scared cat teaser is what i have it <laughs> it's detroit jacksonville teased to over 45 we're taking the over in the sad cat bowl we're taking Bengals plus seven and a half against the Chiefs. We get a touchdown uh to hopefully help us. And then out of principle, I added Texans plus 13 against the Browns. Uh if hold on, let me pull up these notes here so I don't get anything wrong again, like I did last week. Those
0: are um, those are big for Lovey Smith. Those are big numbers.
2: It's a it's a big, it's a big number for Lovey Smith. Uh so hopefully he can work with those points. Yeah, um, I can't find the notes. Oh well, but it's like the first time. Uh, in if if Deshaun Watson were to cover a seven point spread, which is the normal line, that would be the biggest game he's ever covered, um, in his career, and he hasn't played in seven hundred days. So I don't I don't know what makes Vegas think that they can he can come back to this team. Probably, I, I think it might be a little uh, ruffle some feathers offensively. They're probably going to try to use his arm when their game plan has pretty much been keeping on the ground all season, and they haven't been that bad. So I'm interested to see how pretty much changing the whole game plan is going to go. And I think the Texans right. could have a shot.
0: I do too. I agree with you. I like. I actually am confident in this week's parlay. I'm like you said. You don't sound to me, but I'm scared, confident. It's a
2: scared cat teaser for a reason. Kitties.
0: Okay. Scared kitties. Okay. Thank you and Tyler, for joining the show. Me and Sarah are going to go talk some lacrosse here. Okay. You have some NLL notes, PLL notes. What do you have for the people?
3: Yeah, so this weekend, first weekend of NL- NLL play, finally we can stop just be like, yeah, training camp's still going on. Uh, I put two games that I think would be worth watching. One, obviously, just the season opener. It's Friday night. At Halifax, it's Philadelphia Wings versus the Thunderbirds, which obviously we've been to Wings games, like, but we are cheering for Halifax this one because Mackie is a sideline reporter there, and that's Woo! where our loyalty lies. I am <laughs> so now we are Halifax
0: fans, Riptide fans, and Desert Dogs fans. We're really just, you know, spreading the love across the NLL here. We just hope everyone has a good time so friday night
3: go birds
0: go birds (laughs) go birds wait is blaze Reardon playing for the wings this season yes is Is he
3: playing attack or goalie attack (laughs) hell yeah blaze diverse king (laughs) so we'll cheer for the thunderbirds and (laughs) blaze
0: yes i hope blaze does the thing but sorry
3: i hope that you have fun i hope you score a stock trick but you lose <laughs> yes yes i that is dream scenario forever okay all right and then the other game is saturday night san diego seals are playing our new york riptide <laughs> yes they are go rips
1: <laughs>
0: go rips all right since we kind of really dove into the Riptide last season. Do you have any predictions for the season before it starts? What are your hot takes? You got a winner?
3: Uh I feel like this is not much of a hot take. obviously the Riptide haven't made the playoffs yet in their franchise history, but they've also been a franchise for like two minutes. <laughs> so, I think it's the first season that they'll make the playoffs. Um uh, but I do think they're going to lose this game. <laughs> okay. Just because the Seals are that good. Okay. I think they lose this game. Okay, that's valid. um
0: Champion, who who you got playing? Who and who's winning?
3: Ooh, god, like the seals are really really good, but they're like the top obvious choice for the champion. So that's why I'm like, mm, do I want to go that route? But also when you look at their roster, it's like, how the fuck would you not make the championship? Yeah. I'm gonna say San Diego versus Toronto. San Diego wins in the championship.
0: Who's your dark horse? And then I guess we can move on to PLL stuff.
3: Um, I think my dark horse would be the Riptide. Okay, cool, like it, love it. All right. Um, PLL stuff. Yep, there was some championship series signings for contracts for that. Obviously, those guys—they're not. That doesn't mean they're on the 19-man roster come actual PLL season. But Will Perry to the Whip Snakes. He was with the Whip Snakes in 2021. He played two games for them. So he has some experience with them. Uh, he went to their training camp in 2022, but I think he just got cut right before the season started. Drake Porter, he's a goalie from he played at Syracuse. He's their starter for three years. Um, he's going to the Atlas. I think there's some like cause Jack and Cannon, J.D. Caluso. They both don't play in the NLL, so technically they both could be playing in this tournament. But I think J.D. Calaruso has, like, other obligations with because he's a college coach. So Drake Porter to the Atlas, he was with the Cannons in training camp last season in 2022, but got cut since they ended up going with Nick Morocco and Colin Kirst as their goalie tandem. Um, Nick Washuda, he's another goalie. He played at UVM. He's going to the Archers. I said Brett Dobson will be in the NLL. Um, Harrison Bardwell to Chrome. I honestly don't know much about him besides that he's a short stick <laughs> <laughs> And he played for Cornell. So I think technically he was picked up by the Water Dogs last May and was invited to training camp. But because Cornell went all the way to the NCAA championship, he never made it to training camp. So like just never even went to training camp. <laughs> nice. So he played PLL. So okay. we'll see how this goes for him. It's exciting. And then today it was announced Christian Zone to the Atlas and Matt Abbott to the Whip Snakes. I know both of them played in the PL before, and Matt Abbott actually was with the Whip Snakes. So I think we'll probably see a couple more signings, but I believe the final roster is going to be done by the 15th or 16th, so that we can really just analyze those. Just a 12-man roster for each team. Where is the game? I already forgot. It's at the St. James in Washington, D.C. Okay. Are you going, I assume? I think I'm going to go, yeah. It's like a week. I don't know if I can go for a whole week.
0: <laughs> that is a long time.
3: Yeah, that's okay. a big commitment.
0: Yeah, that uh, is definitely that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> At least you don't have like any pets or like, I mean, you might have a boyfriend or something by then. With us, probably doubt it. But, like,
3: Let's not get crazy here. Yeah,
0: I'm like Sarah and I. No, <laughs> we don't even know.
3: i have just like given up. Like I don't. I've pretty much deleted Hinge. Like, yeah, I'm like I, I don't leave my apartment. I but also I'm not bothered. So no, I
0: kind of love it. I have zero complaints. I'm big chilling. Yeah,
3: people are like, oh, let me set you up, and it's like, no,
0: <laughs> please don't. One of my friends tried to set me up with someone the other day and she immediately described him. And I said, please never speak of this
3: person to me again. I'm like, I'm way too picky. Like I can't even pick someone for myself. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Some NHL stuff. I see a lot of it is Bruins. So we can start there. Return of Derek Forbort, I see is the first thing that you have in your notes. Did he come back sooner than he was expected to?
3: I think so I don't know what the hell they're training like their athletic trainers doing that Mm -hmm. all these guys like come back so ahead of schedule like not complaining but like who is their athletic trainer (laughs) I
0: think it's oh Tim it's it's Tim Labossier Labossier? is that how you say it we should try and get him on the show actually he's a friend of the program yeah oh uh, yeah I'm gonna put in our notes that I should text him all right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, apparently whatever it is is working. He used to be with the Providence Bruins actually, and like he yeah. got promoted. So I mean, doing something right. We've they've had so many people come back earlier this season, but I saw him on their Instagram practicing again and I was like, this feels really quick, or is just time. I mean, time is flying this year. I just couldn't tell if I was
3: delirious. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. He was back, which thank God. Cause not that the Bruins look bad by me, means, obviously. <laughs> But their penalty kill definitely took a bit of a beating without him.
0: Yeah, definitely. He's just, we, I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the season, he's just kind of like that tough guy that you need on some of those lines, which we, he wasn't last year, but for some reason, <laughs> more power to you. Um, You've got some trade deadline stuff in here as well. What, what do you want to, what do you want to talk about?
3: Yeah. I mean, nothing major, just Stroman placed on waivers to make room for forward. I think, he cleared, no one picked him up, but he was just kind of that guy to take that role while Forbert was out. But then I was just kind of thinking, like, because I think they do need to make Borbrum and I'm like, this roster, like, it's so deep, but you still, like, you could make it one more upgrade at the trade deadline when it comes up. I think Craig Smith is the odd man out. He's my top trade candidate. What do you want for him? What, say, would you, I what, what, what would you give up? I'm like, I don't even know what I want. <laughs> Like, because I'm like, this roster, like, it just so happens that he is the guy that I feel is least productive on those offensive lines. And he's also, like, I don't think it's completely to his fault. He has to be able to get a rhythm. He's been dealing with injuries. He's in and out of the lineup when he is healthy. He's older. When he does does play the games, he's completely invisible. I think he's one of the only guys that doesn't have a goal yet. Well, and that's the thing, too,
0: is it's like, okay, even if you don't have a goal, which by this point in the season, you should, but you're not even being really talked about on the broadcast. Like, your name's not being brought up. You're not contributing to anything. You're not contributing in the production of these goals often. Like, it just –
3: I don't hear a word. I had him or A.J. Greer, but I'm kind of more, like, keen on A.J. Greer just because, one, we have, like, seen – I think he's definitely streaky, but he's also so, so young. And, like, this is his first season with the Bruins. Like, I think he started off really strong, but I think it just kind of gives, like, he has that youth to him. Not that Craig Smith is like super old by any means, but at least there's games where I'm like, oh, I like you notice Greer out there. I just don't know as Craig Smith, which is a shame because he's handsome.
0: <laughs> he is. And I feel like he's kind of like Nesson's baby. Like they do so much stuff with him all the time. <laughs> so I'm like, well, how are you going to replace that programming? <laughs> so, Okay. Um, I don't think that I had any other Bruins notes. I just put in here that we should catch up about like the Bruins in general. Do you have any other Bruins thoughts?
3: Yeah, I had a few other things. One, I think that game against Carolina was the best game of the season so far. I think it was the most, like there have been some really competitive games, but just the fact that that second period, I was like, uh, I just like don't see the Bruins coming back from this. There was that game against the Penguins that kind of felt that way. And, like, this Bruins team, you can't ever discount them because they have been able to come back. Not that they fall behind very often, but also I think it's just my hatred for Carolina because yeah, of same. last year and just in recent history. But, I just hate their roster. Yeah. And then just come back and win it in overtime on top of the fact that it was the game that set the new NHL record for most home games won to start season. Yeah. And now they continue to stretch that, so – I thought that was the best game of the season so far we've seen from them. Maybe
0: their next just because
3: home, of the momentum, but...
0: Yeah, their next home game is Saturday.
3: Yeah, versus the Avs. Yeah,
0: Saturday. I will say they're obviously playing really well at home. You don't get this far into the season without losing at home if you're not. But I do think that the Avs, even though I do have in their notes, I kind of want to talk about this like season so far. I do think that the Avs are underperforming but we know that they are more than capable of beating good teams. So
3: it might, do you think it's time? I'm definitely interested in this game because I feel like it is like, I feel like we've had so many tests in the last couple of weeks because the Bruins straight schedule has really like up itself in the last couple of weeks with all these teams. But I think this will be a good test because they are Stanley cup champions. And then also I'm assuming Allmark's going to get the uh, start. I had this in here. He had that short-lived injury because he went down that Carolina game, which kind of added on to why that was such a good win. Because then you have Swayman come back in. And he makes six saves to keep it where it was. But And now he's already back to where he was. Swayman still started the other day. But I think that's going to be a good test to see Allmark up against that like a Stanley Cup caliber team. And then just the Bruins team in general because – a lot of times even like against like the lightning and stuff it's like the Bruins are just far and away the better team and like anyone could see that watching it so I'm interested to see how they look next to abs even if the abs haven't looked their best as of lately
0: yeah agree um I see you have some flyers notes and then cracking Kings notes before I kind of just want to talk about the league as a whole really quick just because we're kind of at a decent point in the season we've gotten a feel for like how teams are playing yeah
3: Yeah, Flyers ended their 10-game losing streak with a win over the Islanders. Um, Happy for the Flyers. I don't think anyone's too surprised that they even had a losing streak like that. This is kind of what we expected going into the season. They did have a good start to the season, but that was mainly on Carter Hart. Like, you look at – again, we've said it so many times on here. If you look at that Flyers roster, especially their forwards, there's maybe two or three guys that you're like, that's an NHL player like that guy plays <laughs> <laughs> the subtle shade from Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the rest of them. Like I saw someone tweet the other day. It's like, I dare you to like, cause it was like, uh someone tweeted out the morning practice lines for the flyers. And someone was like, I dare someone to be able to name more than three guys. First names on this flyers roster, <laughs> like, you know, that's, That's a fair point like, it's not anyone that people like, know. like unless you follow the flyers, you're not going to know who these guys are. Like they are so young or they're just like random guys that were picked up to like fill spots because the flyers have so many injuries.
0: Okay. So we've talked about this before on the show as well. I obviously am a big NHL fan. I followed the NHL. You work for the NHL. You're a lot more in tune with it, especially now that you're writing for the flyers how did they get here?
3: Because it well, is wild. Yeah, it's just weird when you look at like their bubble season in 2020 because they were in like. I mean, granted, again, it was the COVID bubble playoffs, but they made the playoffs and Carter yeah. Hart looks great. And then I know like he kind of had a downturn himself, but that's you can't blame the Philadelphia's woes on that. And then it's just kind of like lack of spending, lack of investment. Like everyone just hates flyers ownership because they just don't seem to care and they're not putting an nhl caliber product on the ice and again it doesn't matter how hard these guys work because i don't think for this 10 game losing streak it was not by means of like them not trying like that bruins versus flyers game like the flyers tried that entire 60 minutes yeah but they just are not even close to the same level as the bruins and there's only so much you can do as a coach too when you're given like talent that's not even slightly developed or like these old guys that are just there to fill spots but then I also I kind of mentioned this I'm hearing some mixed things about John Tortorella and Philly okay can you
0: say what you're allowed to say on the
3: show so I feel like we've said it before like if you're like a club like the Flyers who said last year like their locker room had a country club feel to it like no one was taking it seriously like it was just a shit show John Tortorella is definitely the guy you come in to like be like all right lay down the law like conditioning like all this I think he's great for Philly in that sense however it's not a secret he's not someone that young players particularly like and now you're putting him on a team there it's I think the third or fourth youngest roster but then also you need to develop all those guys like it's not like it's like one or two prospects that are just like top prospects like it's just a bunch of random young kids that have no NHL experience being thrown out there. And you have John Tortorella like screaming at them, killing their confidence is what I'm kind of hearing. And then not going to name any names, but I think even some of the older veteran guys, like there are only so many veteran NHL guys on that flyers roster. Don't love how they're being treated by him because it's like, okay, we've been here now. Like we're established in this organization. You just waltz in like, Strip everyone of the C's, like or A's, whatever. Who's I'm like, the owner of this people. house. Yeah, like yeah. put people on the fourth line that are like top, The only like couple people that could be on a top line <laughs> for the Flyers. Like, I don't know. I'm interested to see like over the course of the rest of the season how John Tortorella works out in Philly because I do want him to work out because I think he is like that guy that will steer them straight. But on the one hand, he's not given much to work with. But on the other hand, like you have to have respect for the young guys and the veterans. And he's just not known for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's I mean, I like the hire. It's just interesting when you do have a lot of young players and you know like the reputation. I just that's another reason, like not to bring up the Hugh Freeze higher during our hockey segment but it's like that's how I feel about Auburn like you have that reputation like you not the the Bruce Pearl situation is comparable at all because it's not but it's like you've taken you've given the second chance already this is the 50th chance in a state that already has a really bad reputation for yeah. bullshit I just don't like sometimes I think that these teams just pick the best available name or like whatever, instead of actually addressing some of the issues that they have, <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's, you know, go Flyers, go Philly. Yeah. We love you. We love you, Philly. Except for the wings. Only reared in. <laughs> All right. So you have, I didn't see that there were 17 goals scored in a game. I don't know how,
3: what kills it? Because the Kraken won 9-8, to eight, but it was won in overtime. I'm like, you really had to take that game to overtime?
0: You have that many goals. Also, that's why I wasn't paying attention to this game was because it's the Kraken and the Kings. I don't
3: oh, care. Yeah, that's the other thing. So I'm like, the butt crack middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, I'm,
0: literally. I'm like, waiting
3: to go to bed and I'm like, alright, I need this last game to end. And like, obviously in the role I'm in now, like I don't need to like be actually watching the game. So I'm just like checking on like the website and what's the Like, are there even goalies in this game? What the fuck's going on? And then I get the notification. Oh, Kraken King's going to overtime. Like How? How?
0: <laughs> Zoinks. Yeah. No, that's never what you want to see. No. Um, I had one other note before we kind of just quickly talk about the first impression of the season now that i feel like we can accurately talk about it the sharks i fucking hate their guts this year but i still love them their throwbacks that they did i don't know if you saw them those were so sick i just can't justify spending that amount of money on a white jersey yeah if it was like
3: reverse colors like yeah but yeah yeah i just when it's
0: when it's white i'm not risking it i know myself i can't do it And they're like hundreds of dollars, but they are sick. I will say. Um. So, just quickly wrapping up, like this first, what is it? Third of the season? Yeah. Ish. I, I just. I have so. some. Yeah, I just have like a couple thoughts. So, like, I do want to say, who was your, the beginning of your season? Who was your
3: the Rangers?
0: I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a note about the Rangers their loss to the devils is kind of fucking awesome i'm all on the devils train right now like i think that they're so fun to watch like nobody nobody expected it they're fucking filthy and they beat the rangers the other night and it was awesome
3: yeah i'm like fuck the rangers i was so i wrote for them last year and i was like hell yeah they're got even better this year and no
0: (laughs) I have in our notes that I do feel decent about my Maple Leafs pick at the moment. They're second <laughs> in the conference and I'm I'm feeling, I know that they're cursed, fuck Drake, but I I feel good. I feel decent.
3: Well, now I'm like, oh, I want to make my Bruins, I want to make my Stanley Cup pick the Bruins. I was like, no, I can't pick the team that Mm-mm. I'm cheering for. I'm like, i like like, that will absolutely curse it. And I'll blame myself for the rest of my life. So- yes. <laughs> um I'm also we
0: talked a lot about how we thought the senators were gonna be really good at the beginning of the season yo we were so hard on the Suns at the beginning of the season and now I'm sitting here and I'm like
3: and our defense they've had so many fucking injuries I know injuries but yeah we really which we're not the only ones (laughs) a lot of people like you look at that roster when it's healthy it's like damn that's (laughs) big
0: but no (laughs) we and that proves to your point that you can't pick the Bruins though because we'd be so cursed
3: yeah I'm like as much as I want to like think it and say it no way I would say it and then all of a sudden they'll be on like a 10 game losing streak <laughs> yep
0: and my last thought we talked a little bit about Colorado underperforming I had the Canes underperforming as well
3: yeah Canes i like good continue underperforming yeah yeah That's I hate you your guts I hate all but of Colorado- you Colorado I'm like I don't know like I feel like we do see it like teams win the Stanley Cup and then kind of start slow to the season well it's like we well, you know what they're capable of so I'm like I don't think it's anything to worry about but it's kind of weird because it is December now and yeah they haven't like impressed me all that much but
0: I will yeah, say has. yes I will say about the Canes though fuck everybody except for Sebastian Aho. we stand.
3: oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah we
0: stand. Okay, moving into yeah. our closing segments, pop culture shit of the week. What is
3: yours? Um, uh, I don't know if you saw this. I got faked out yesterday. People are like, Tom Holland and Zendaya are engaged, like, blah blah blah, like all this stuff. And then today, they're like, they're not engaged. Like, are you kidding me? I got so excited. I literally just had to post on my story. No. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm sure, because like, I know there's some other, like, report, like, a month ago, which I don't really know where this report came from or why. And it was, like, Tom and Zendaya are planning on taking their relationship to the next level soon, so, like, so getting engaged. Like, they've been dating for years now, so they're going to get engaged. Although I did see a funny tweet, and it was... I um, know exactly what you're about to say. I know um, exactly Zendaya's what you're... his <laughs> last name and then only go by <laughs> You know, she wears the pants that really shout. That, that, such a good tweet. I saw that
0: that and I sent Sarah a meme yesterday that the Jags made. I never I don't think I've ever seen high school musical through, but they made a meme <laughs> that was like,
3: what is what is the quote? Oh, she has the necklace and it's like, "Oh, tears of Troy." <laughs>
0: and yeah and it said tia's and trevor lawrence and i was like this is good i don't really know this movie but this is good so i said that to sarah that was like another favorite meme of mine this week um my pop culture shit i don't i'm this balenciaga shit i i guess and this is i don't really understand what's happening because i just i'm so confused but i is this like the first instance if you don't know what's going on there's a designer balenciaga and they did these, like, children's bear toy, like, stuffed animals in, like, bondage. Yeah. And I I get that they're in trouble for, like, sexualizing, like, children and stuff like that. But now, like, Kim Kardashian's involved and I just, I'm confused. What all is going on?
3: Yeah, I have no idea. I was also confused So I was like, why is Kim apologizing? And I was like, oh, she works with him, whatever. And I saw the ad I was like, yeah, that's fucking weird. Who the hell that is weird would come up with that. But yeah. I I am a little confused how Kim's involved, just because like, yeah, there's plenty of celebrities that work with them. So I'm like, why is it just her? I don't know.
0: I think it's because she said that she wasn't gonna cut ties with him and people or with them and people got mad. Oh, okay. I think that's what happened. Don't quote me. I just this whole thing like I feel like developed overnight. And, like, got super crazy. And, like, now people are saying Balenciaga, like, has, like, a history of, like, doing, like, child porn shit and, like, that kind of stuff. That's where I was just, like, well, I,
3: whoa. I've so, never heard of that. Like, why yeah, did that not come to light like this before?
0: That's that's what people are saying. People are, like, I don't know how you haven't noticed this before. Like, Balenciaga has a history of this. Here is, like, all this stuff. And I'm just, like, okay. Kind of crazy. but. Yeah i mean we've seen it before like with all of the freaking who was on the plane stuff like you never know what the hollywood elites truly um tea party segment last segment other than our tweets of the week which i already talked about mine and i don't think sarah has one this week i have to say fuck greg Rippo.
3: i'm over greg i with my whole chest and I'm so mad because Victoria Fuller, I hated her when she was on the I regular. I hated her. And then, like, I, she redeemed herself on Bachelor in Paradise. And I was like, okay, you're not that bad. And I really started to like her. And then all the shit with Johnny went down. I was like, okay, you clearly cheated. And remember, like, when she was on The Bachelor, like, there was the rumors, like, yeah, like, she's breaking up marriages in her hometown and stuff. I'm like, this girl's, like, she has Badness. a reputation for your record, like. And then on top of that, Johnny's like, no, like, you obviously cheated. Like, you're engaged, and three weeks later, you're dating Greg. It's not like that happens overnight. Like, you're obviously talking to him at some point before, even if it's not physical cheating, like, something emotional there. (laughs) Now, and then Hart and Greg just keep going and, like, talking about it on, like, podcasts and stuff. And, like, Victoria, I guess, like, threw a wine glass at uh, Johnny's head and I was listening to part of the podcast that her Greg were on. And she's telling stories. Oh yeah, you are know, like I threw the glass. Whatever. That's like physical use. So I'm like, I'm Team Johnny. Also, Greg, you're a piece of shit too. Like,
0: that's what I'm upset about. I was like, he was our golden boy. We praised him for you know dressing super metro and you having a crush on him. I can't tell you how many comments I gave this man trying to get you and him to go to Chili's and advocating for him I'm pissed this sucks she sucks like not just one time like all the time and it's like I'm sorry but if you are dating someone with that reputation like you're guilty by association I don't care
3: yeah so disappointing so like that was my one of my number one crushes so Jalen Hurts never called a bachelor
0: yeah Fuck Greg Grippo. We are out. You are canceled, Greg Grippo. Canceled. Done. You're dead to us. Done. Not Bussin, not Amazing, or a King, and you do not make us happy and proud. No, not Put it this. in blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, You don't have a tweet of the week?
3: No, but I do have Tea Party.
0: Okay. Oh, I you do know. have Tea Party, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Know, I don't know what this is.
3: So, I... I don't even know their fucking names, uh, to be honest. But the Good Morning America host, it's a guy and a girl. They've been doing it together for years. And they were seen, and both of them are, like, married, like, obviously, but different not to each other. They were seen over the last week, like, on this romantic getaway together. And it's not even like they were, like, hiding it. Like, they were out. There's, like, if you look it up, multiple photos. There's, like, photos him like, grabbing her ass as she's getting into a car uh they're like i need to yes. what good morning america cheating scandal
0: i'm looking it up right now
3: how have i, I not to... heard this because the pictures are nuts oh wait i'll send you it i have it oh my god yeah this picture of her and like grabbing her ass <gasps> There's them holding hands out in a bar in public like and like all this is like blowing up and obviously they have their own significant others but then it was announced today the woman and her husband are divorcing (laughs) that is crazy this is like the exact cheating scandal that I this is the type of stuff I understand like it's messy enough they're on air hosts like (laughs) that like, is in the pictures
0: that like, i just crying. no not even a little it's like you wanted this to happen it's like
3: you called yeah. the paparazzi
0: yourself
3: yeah you literally wanted this to happen and i'm like part of me does kind of want them to get together then the- <laughs> yes yes but that would I'm be like, epic family
0: <laughs> mm, tragic mm. Ooh. all right no tweets of the week nope any closing thoughts
3: Nope.
0: Um, My closing thought is Just thanks to everybody who sent us Like your Spotify wrapped with us on it Appreciate it, anyone who texted, tagged Appreciate you guys for Listening, love you guys so much Keep on sipping y'all and we'll see you next
1: week What the hell you do, you got that juice Fresh squeeze too cute I can tell you new and it ain't just you Got it ain't just you, it's your whole damn crew Got hit haters on mute, cause they love that view Keep looking at you, ain't nothing new this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every pearl. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. With Sundays up for the boys, the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Cause this is not their world. They know you run the city, every town, every borough. They know you keep it real, keep it classy, keep it thorough. With Sundays up for the boys, Saturday's for the Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays in Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. Spot kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.